Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. Yes, who got a candy hangover? Make some noise. Not it. You know what? I didn't go trick or treating. Did you go trick or treating? Yeah, we trick or treating. I didn't take my kids trick or treating yesterday. I was trick or treating. I was eating our own candies that my wife had at the house. I was eating candies. We was just walking. I don't know why I had a sweet tooth yesterday for no damn reason. Now yesterday was my son's last football game as a freshman, so I don't know why they scheduled the game on Halloween. So which sucked because the game was at seven thirty. So it was just enough time for to get the young kids trick or treating, but I couldn't because I was at his game. And then by the time the game was over, it was too late. So I couldn't take them so 7 30 is way too late to be trick-or-treating i took my daughter out at 5 30 i think we was done by like 6 45 my doorbell rang at nine o'clock with some trick-or-treaters and you know at that point that's when you go grab the guns because you come into my house after nine o'clock with absolutely masks on. But, i don't care if it's halloween or not but you right? know but you know if you will play football you got to get to the game an hour and a half early so i had to take them there at 5 30 so oh. i couldn't I, I couldn't take the kids trick-or-treating and this was a big game for my son so my son went to a middle school last year and uh, that was his last year when he had to decide what high school he wanted to go to. The middle school told him, yo, you can't train with us until you decide what team you want to play for. And I thought that was foul. My son is like, what? I go to the school. I pay for the school. Why can't I train? And it was like, well, you can't train unless you decide you're going to go to the school. So he didn't go to that school and went to another school. So he played them last night. And when I say Lil Logan drop a bomb for Lil Logan, when I say Lil Logan bust their ass... Lil Logan bust a ass, caught two touchdowns for over 90 yards. He ran for like 50 yards. When I say he bust a ass last night, you talking about proud daddy? I was proud daddy screaming, cheering, yelling. And, you know, he was a little disrespectful because their their team colors were green, the old school. So he wore gloves to green, and he was busting their ass. Go green gloves! Go green! Like, he bust their ass. So. That's the beauty of being a young black god at a school full of mayonnaise. <laughs> All right? You, you go. go out there, and you just be the best because you just naturally are gifted. Them white, little young white rich boys can't keep up with you. Logan! <laughs> All right? <laughs> well, you better go out there and fresh Prince of Bel-Air that whole situation, damn it. Well, it's not just white kids. It's a little bit of everything. All but right. he went and he bust their ass. And I was very, very proud. So congratulations to Logan. Congratulations to Bergen Catholic. And we bust their ass last night. I was very, very happy. Very, very, I was like extra excited. You know the games, I'm excited. I'm a dad. You know, you just wish you was on the field. So you play through your son. But I was extra excited last night. I was screaming, yelling, get him, Green Club. You, you tell him what it's about. But uh, congratulations to Logan and the team. Hey, what you got? What you do, ye? Well, I'm in Atlanta, and I actually did have a lot of candy out here because at the hotel I'm staying at, they had a whole spread of candy as soon as you walk in. And, you know, I'm a, I am do have, like, a bit of a sugar addiction. Mm-hmm. I tried to avoid it. I even ate some candy corn. 
Ugh. Candy corn, that's disgusting. I know. I'm the only person I know who likes candy corn. And I you saw and Thea, on I Facebook. Thea, our, um, our boss, our coach, our program director, she loves uh, candy corn. I saw they had a chicken dish with candy corn on it that's on dis- Facebook. Somebody made some chicken with candy corn. That doesn't sound good at all. Appealing? No, okay. not at all. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Listen, today is all Philly everything on The Breakfast Club, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're from Philly, uh, you're from the 215. It is 215, right? Yes, it is 215. Yes, we, we got a lot for you, okay? We got Wallow, Wallow and Gilly the and King. Gilly the Kid, okay? Gilly Amazing. the King, man. He's not oh, Gilly, a kid no more. Oh. He's a grown-ass man. Gilly the King. He's always known as Gilly the Kid. Nice rapper from Philly gets busy. Gilly the King. Drop on the clues bonds for Gilly the King and Wallow. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Queen of Philadelphia. Miss Patty LaBelle will yes, be here. Yes, she'll this be morning. joining us as well. It's not our first time, by the way. Nope. I know a lot of y'all are new to the Breakfast Club because you know we're in like 90 plus markets now. It's not Patty LaBelle's first time up here, but she's bringing food this time. Now, and we got to say a, a, a happy, a, a special happy birthday to uh, Eddie F. Eddie F. Eddie F. Turns 50 today. He's Eddie Philly. F. He's, happy, Philly, he's all. Philly all day. He's Philly all he day. He turns 50. That's, that's our producer. That's Drop our on producer. The for Eddie F. Damn it. Oh, happy birthday. I didn't even know. Yeah, Eddie turns 50 today. Eddie, Damn. we so proud of you. We appreciate Somebody, you, man. Yo, how we ain't bring the Tasty Cakes in with a candle in them? We should have had the Tasty Cakes here with a candle in them for Eddie F., Damn, man. man. Eddie, Damn. happy 50th, brother. We love you, man. <laughs> All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, let's talk about this impeachment inquiry. It was a big story yesterday, breaking news about the vote to set out rules for an impeachment process. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, uh, in NFL football! Hold on, I gotta look it up because our producer who usually gives me the scores... 49 is 1. They're 8 0. That's all you need to know. 49 is 1, 28 25. They beat the Cardinals, and yes, they are 8 0. Now, what else we got, Yee? What else we got? Well, let's talk about this whole impeachment inquiry. They did a whole vote, and according to Nancy Pelosi, this was what the vote came out like. On this vote, the yeas are 232, the nays are 196. I don't know why the Republicans are afraid of the truth. It's amazing. So it was a unanimous Republican opposition, and that is all for trying to endorse the impeachment inquiry into Donald Trump. That's right. It passed without one GOP vote, but it's still amazing to me that this isn't front-page news on all the papers. I'm looking at the New York Post and the Daily News here in New York, and it's just like little small sections of the front page. Like impeachment proceedings will be starting, and people acting like this isn't a big deal. Like all the news networks are covering it the way they're supposed to, but what about the general public? Y'all don't care that your president is a crook? Huh? Well, according to Donald Trump, this whole thing is a witch hunt. Yeah, and right. here is Nancy Pelosi saying this is not personal. It's a sad day because nobody comes to Congress to impeach a president of the United States. No one. We urge Senator McConnell to stop saying all we're doing is impeaching when we sent him scores of very important bills, hundreds of pieces of legislation, which he, as the Grim Reaper, has refused to act upon. This isn't about anything personal with the president. It isn't about politics. It isn't about partisanship. It's about patriotism. This is not a witch hunt. Donald Trump absolutely earned this impeachment, and I'm, I'm shocked that it took this long to happen. Okay. Well, what happens next is uh, the next phase, if 
everything goes according to plan with uh, that vote behind them. Now they're getting ready to conclude public fact-finding hearings, Mm -hmm. and that's in the Intelligence Committee. That's going to happen around Thanksgiving. And then they have several weeks to draft and debate articles of impeachment, and then there's a possible House vote on impeachment before Christmas. That's if everything goes without getting derailed. And if he is impeached, however, he will almost certainly be acquitted by a Republican-led Senate. Yep. And I mean, sadly, we live in an era where everything has to be produced and televised in order for people to care. So when that impeachment trial happens and it's it's all over TV, I think America will finally realize that president is a crook. I hope so. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a horrible night. Maybe you hated Halloween. Or maybe you had a great time and you feel blessed. Maybe you got a candy hangover, bro. I I got a sugar high right now. Mm. Not that much candy, huh? I did, man. Too much candy. I tried not to overdo it. I had two little packets of candy corn. I had a little package of jelly beans. I had this little orange chewy candy. Mine what is. Else did I have? Kit- I had Kat- a bunch. Kit Kats and Reese's Pieces. Mm. All right. And then my wife made like this like trail mix with like checks and Reese's Pieces in it. Ma, I couldn't stop eating that stuff, man. All right. Well, get it off like your ET. chest. Phone lines are open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Crystal, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Charlamagne, Angela. Peace, and, Peace uh, Queen. DMV. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Um, good morning. Hey, so uh, I wanted to call in because I had a great Halloween. I'm a single mom, so I work all the time. However, yesterday um, I was able to take my kids to the Turtleback Zoo in uh, West Orange and uh-huh. had a great time. You know, the kids enjoyed it, so... I just wanted to share that with you all, and I hope you guys have a great morning. Okay. Thank you so much. That's nice. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth, get it off your chest. Yes, I've been having to clock into work at almost 6 in the morning for the last week, and I'm just sick of it. I'm not a morning person, and they know this, but they keep scheduling me like this, so... (laughs) Oh, man. At least you got a job. What What time you have to be there? have to be work at 6.30. Okay. All right, well, enjoy But then you have the day. rest of the day free, right? At least you got a job, mama. No, I work like 12 hours, so. <laughs> Damn. All right, well, sorry to hear that. Hello. The early this? bird gets the worm. Yeah, right. Hello? Hey, this is Jay. Hey, Jay, get it off your chest. Hey, hi, good morning, Angelique. Good morning, DJ Envy, Charlamagne the God. What's, What's up, bro? Good morning. Now, Charlamagne, man, I got a bone to pick with you, man. Pick my bone. Man, matter of fact, it's about your bone, man. Why you be out here telling people that you got an average penis, man? That's a whole lie. Whoa. How do you know? How do you know I don't have an average penis, sir? <laughs> well, you be saying, I don't I don't know, but here's my thing. If you got, if you, if what you say is, because like, you talk about your penis size all the time, sir. It's, if it is, tell, with that size that you say. Tell me my measurements. No, 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 no. Tell me my measurements, sir. Come on. Let me know that you listen. Tell me. <laughs> hey, man. Look, man, you be talking about, all I know is you be saying seven or something, man. That's all I hear. Seven inches, three, four, eight when it's warm out, about two and a half inches of girth, maybe three. Anything else you need to know? Now, that, no, 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 that's true. That's a lie because the, the world average is about 5.5. So why you be out here raising women's expectations? Oh, so you telling me I'm above average? 
Hey, man, I'm just telling you the facts, man. I appreciate you, King. I needed that that boost of confidence this morning. Thank you, King. This sounds you know kind of weird, kind of weird, I appreciate man. that. No, it don't sound weird. That's the problem. Y'all think stuff like this is weird. Brothers no, no, can have he, these he kind of... expectations, man. That's all I'm saying. You don't have girls thinking of seven-something and eight-something is average when that's not true. Sir, I don't care what girls, what girls think because black men don't cheat. I have a beautiful wife at home. Uh, and I, to me, it's average. Right, I don't right, know. I've been hearing about... I've been, black men don't cheat. I was with my girl for about a year now, man. So I, I'm with you on that. Well, thank you for that confidence boost well, this morning, you, sir. I appreciate you thinking my penis size is above average. That's real. I'm just odd that he was thinking about it. But get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Colin from Brooklyn. Hey, what's up? Uh, get it off your chest, DJ. bro. All right, so I saw the interview with Amanda Seals, with you and Charlemagne, and uh, I kind of think that you guys weren't being totally honest with the girl. What, sh um, what, what should we have said? Well, I think Amanda Seals definitely has uh, emotional instability. I think that she has this narcissistic attitude about her, and I also think that she, she believes she is living her truth, but her truth isn't what's real in the real world. Her truth isn't reality so to speak. So I think that Charlemagne, you were definitely kind of being diplomatic with your words. Well, let me ask you a question. How do you know what somebody's truth is? If you don't live with a person every day, if you're not in that person's head, if you're not the person staring back in the mirror, how do you know what a person's truth is? Well, her behavior is public knowledge. So yeah, but, but, but that don't I mean it's her, her her public behavior is not her truth, though. Your truth is what is what you do when nobody's looking. Your truth is what you see when you're looking back at yourself in the mirror. Your truth is what's in your head. Like, you know who you are. Okay, a person can say that they are whoever, right? Th their words can be or can tell you that they can be like the son of God, but their behavior could dictate something else. So based on what Amanda Seals' behavior is, on what we see, on what is reported to us, we can ultimately determine the type of individual no, that's that 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 is very far from the truth. That's just perception. Perception is not reality. So I go back to my original question: How do you know what somebody's truth is? You don't. Okay, okay, okay. I break it down very easily for you. Donald Trump says that he is the most perfect human being in the world, but based on his behavior, based on what is reported to us, we can say he's a liar. We can say he's a cheat. We can say he's a fraud. So, so, so a person can say anything. I don't live with with uh, with uh, with Donald Trump, nor do you. Yeah, I mean that, but but, but we still but we still don't know what that man's truth is. Like truth to say you know what somebody's truth is is a hell of a statement, my brother. Because you really so, don't so unless you're that person. It's Friday, bro. It's Friday. That is the truth. It is bro, Friday. Bro, it's Friday. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. It's Friday. Yeah, I, li I like this discussion because Good. I don't know why we think that we know what people's reality is. Everybody, all we see from people is the perception that they show us. But That's it's Friday. It. It's Friday. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's your name? Oh, what's going on? It's Mario, man. I'm from South Carolina. Charlamagne, what's good? What's happening? What's what up, part bro? of South Carolina are you from, King? Georgetown, King. Okay, that's right by Myrtle Beach. I used to float through Georgetown yeah. often. Yeah, right between Murray Beach and Charleston. Charlemagne, I'm kind of upset with you, guy. Talk to me, sir. Real quick, I, I sent my organization up there with the Georgetown Mentor Group. It was about 50 young men. I couldn't come because I had to work. I, I remember I took, on, I took a picture with all of them and gave them a copy of one of my books. Exactly, man. So the next week, I had to come up there, right? So I sent you the same email telling you I was a rest restaurant owner. You know what I'm saying? I was a two-war veteran. 
or whatever, and I created a source from the mud, you know what I'm saying? So I, I sent you an email, you never responded back. So what I did, you know what I'm saying? Tahim Commodore is my friend, whatever like that, you know what I'm saying? Shout Who? Out to Tommy. Tahim Commodore. Oh, okay. Fresh out ain't nothing to go back. Oh, fresh yeah, out ain't nothing to go back. Yeah. Salute to Mr. Commodore. I came up there, you know what I'm saying? Did my running around, did my New York thing, whatever, with a uh, promo, whatever, and he was able to get me up there with I Am Easy on Sunday Sit Down. I Am Easy showed me crazy love. I left you, Envy, and Angelia bottle, and I left you my number, my card. Everything you still ain't get back at me, King. I ain't get, I didn't, I didn't get none of that, King. You know this is a black radio station. <laughs> still, I ain't get none of that. If you left a bottle up here, I guarantee you they took that bottle and threw everything else away. So I would, would it be no evidence. I didn't get none of that. So, so guess what? I'm coming up there this Sunday for a wedding in Brooklyn. Can I stop by the station and personally hand you a bottle? Me and my family. I'm married with three kids, bro. You know what I'm saying? They hand I'm, you. I'm, I'm not. I'm not here on Sundays, but you can come Monday morning. That's what I'm saying. I'm leaving oh, out Monday morning. Mm. Oh, yeah, pull up. I'm moving up. Just say less, say less. Oh, boy. Man, it's that, hey, yo, and one of the funniest comedians coming out, man, is my homeboy, Tahin Commodore, and my man, Nate Green, out of Atlanta. Y'all check out for him, man. And follow me on. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. He tells you to pull up. But Charlamagne gets here at 5.59. The show starts at 6. So don't expect conversation. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I'm, it, it, I'm, I'm, we can work I'm that out. I'm leaving first thing in the morning, bro. I'm leaving to go out to South Carolina. So I'm leaving first thing in the morning to leave out uh, in the morning. So I'll be there. It's nothing, man. That's light work. I'm a military guy, man. I serve okay. two wars. All right, King. Work, All right, bro. Yeah, don't be like the old guy who came this morning who I'm looking at his picture now. He's dressed in a suit with a sign that says Charlemagne the God around his neck. Yeah. You see this? I, I seen him. I this told you. This is crazy. All right. How, how about somebody paid him to give me something? Yeah, I got his card, his license plate number, just in case. No what the hell is wrong with people? This I is weirdo. Yes. This dude got on a suit with a, a sign that says Charlemagne the God around his neck. It's 5 in the morning, bro. All right. Get you it on your chest. Shot. I'm telling you. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way, ye? Yes, we are going to talk about Eminem. He has a new book coming out, and it's a sequel to his previous book. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Uh-huh. Morning, everybody. It's The Breakfast Club. DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Megan Thee Stallion. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Meg Thee Stallion is finally going to have her full-length project, and that's going to come out in 2020. She said she is finally ready to commit to an album. Can't wait for that. And she was talking to NPR, and another thing she talked about was uh, basically how she has alter egos, and she plans to introduce some more of those. So, like, Stallion and Megan Thee Stallion are the same same person. Mm -hmm. So, right now, the only personas that I've introduced are Megan Thee Stallion, Tina Snow, and Hot Girl Meg. So are you saying there's more? Yes. How many more will we meet? My next project, I will be introducing a new lady. So uh, <laughs> just be ready for that. Her name is Sugar. She's like besties with Tina Snow. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, that's a problem. A big problem. <laughs> so weird when artists like Meg say they are dropping debut albums. It's like whether you know it or not, those projects you dropped already were your first projects. Like I always wonder how they approach like the first album as opposed to like the first project, whatever they call it. I can't call it a mixtape no more, but whatever they call it. Yeah, I don't know. The first body of work. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, in addition to that, she talks about just being a hottie and how you're supposed to turn other people into hotties too. And what that means is just being confident. And she said, if you see someone who's not quite confident, you got to be the hottie to gas up your friend. I feel her on that. In addition, she said she wants to open an assisted living facility. Making A's at school, finally, because now I give a damn about what I'm learning about. 
And then I got really successful with my rapping. So now I want to take my rapper money and I want to like um, start my own assisted living facilities in Houston because I see what it looks like when you got your grandparents trying to take care of your great grandparents. So I know other people must be going through that too. So I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna use my degree to do this. That's dope. A lot of money in that. I was on the plane with a guy who builds uh, assisted living facilities, and he was telling me, it was like a few years ago, he was telling mm -hmm. me that they was building one on Route 4. Remember what it... Route 4, yeah. What was, that was over there, the TikTok diner, I think it was? It was yeah, diner. Route 4 diner, Route 4 diner. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's up now. Like, when you pass by there, you see it. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, well, it looks like she might be single now, too. She had posted, I don't even chase liquor. Why would I chase the M-word? I'm the type to pull your car as solo, M-word. Please don't bet me. And he had put on his social media, money bag, yo, because that was her boyfriend. Ain't no stripper in the world that can say they F with me or having my baby. Stop with the cap. All the money in the world can't control all of these rumors. And then he put up another Instagram story. He said, was never my bitch. Rap game full of smoke and mirrors. It was all publicity. Don't believe the hype. Been with the same bitch 10 years through the ups and downs before the come up. World might not know it, but the city Memphis do real rap no cap. I'm stuck on the fact that Meg says she don't even chase liquor. Because that's a good point. Because I've never even seen her drink liquor. She always making somebody else drive the boat. No, nah, she does too. She does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She oh, does okay. too. I've never seen her do it. Yeah, she definitely does. But okay. yeah, it's a saying. All right. Now, Eminem, there's a new book coming out, Not Afraid, The Evolution of Eminem. And Anthony Boza is writing this book. He wrote this book. He actually wrote Eminem's book, Whatever You Say I Am, The Life, of Times, Life and Times of Eminem as well. So it should be pretty interesting. The preface is done by LL Cool J, who was Eminem's first childhood hero and inspiration. And he talks about their initial meeting back in 1999. And LL had told Eminem that he was impressed by his line, how can I be white? I, I don't even exist from his song Role Model. He said, I think it took him by surprise. He said, we can't ignore the level that his career has gone to simply because he's white. So that is in the preface of Eminem's new book that's coming out. They talk about him being addicted to fast food in the middle of his drug abuse and gaining all that weight and eating McDonald's and Taco Bell every day. He got up to 200, between 200 and 230 pounds during that time. Who, who's ignoring Eminem's career, though? Who has ever done that? But she said what do you mean? And then you say LL said because he's white? Uh -huh. like, who, 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 he said we can't ignore the level that his career has gone to simply because he's yeah. white. Not that you ignore his career. I guess a lot of people try to say, well, the only reason he's that he's, he's white. Oh, no, we or, can't. Or, or like that he's not that lyrical or he's not that no, dope. And, oh, yeah, no, and they bring I, that I, up I, all the time. No, yeah, nobody, nobody's ever said that. He's always been known as a super lyrical person. But, you know, we're just not going to let um, him Elvis the culture. Like when Brian Grazer was up here and he was like, hip-hop didn't become uh, acceptable, basically, until, until Eminem. Eminem made it acceptable. No, we're not doing that. No, that was a We're lot. not going to do that. All right, now the game was on stage performing at a concert this weekend, as you know, and the news has been saying that he has to pay $7.13 million to Priscilla Rainey, who accused him of sexually assaulting her back in 2015. Now, the judge had previously said that the game isn't taking this case seriously and that he evaded process, trolled her on social media, dodged a settlement conference, and did not bother to show up at trial, and that's how he ended up losing. Well, here's what he said on stage. Everybody got something to say. This, that, I don't give a about none of that. I'm me, I've been shot at, stabbed, fought, suing me. Today I read on the internet, they said I lost seven million. What am I do now? Is Popeyes hiring? Give about that, a bitch. Y'all gotta stop believing what y'all see on the internet. 
All right, so that is his response to everything that's going on right now. So does he owe seven million, or he doesn't owe seven? I million? think he was. I think the lawsuit said seven million. I don't think Game will ever pay seven million. He'll file bankruptcy and and kind of do the the same things up. Everybody else Listen, that gets sued does. Drop on a clues bond for the game. I feel them. I, uh, your thoughts become things. You have to speak things into existence. I don't owe nobody no $7 million. What the hell is she talking about? That's a lie. I don't owe anybody $7 million. That's a but goddamn I'm not sure lie. But did he just not show up to court? Because that's, that's really how you get that's what they say. I don't know what you're talking about. Why would I come to court for something that I don't even owe? I don't I'm, owe nobody no I'm money. I'm going to try that the next time the IRS say I owe some money. I'm I don't like, owe you I no don't money. Owe you no money. The hell is wrong what with you? What you talking about? Don't believe everything the IRS tells you. Word. Don't believe everything you see on the internet. I'm just joking, Mr. I, IRS man. I'll pay you all your money. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. <laughs> all right. When we come back, front page news, what are we talking about? Uh, we are going to talk about our Brooklyn Nets. We'll talk about Kevin Durant and hear what he has to say about leaving and coming to Brooklyn and who played a key role in that situation. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front some front page front page news <laughs> now in NFL last night the 49 is one their record is now 8-0 what else we got Yeezy we'll talk about Kevin Durant now he was talking on first take on ESPN and he was discussing his free agency decision what made him decide to leave the Golden State Warriors for the Brooklyn Nets in free agency and let me tell you what one of the factors were Draymond knew that he was out of line and as men, we talked about it, and everybody around tried to get us to, you know, mend it fast because of the season, and we wanted to win. But, like, he had this process on how you wanted to handle things, and I respected that, and I had my process, and we just, eventually we came together. Last question on this subject, just to be clear. Did that play a role in you leaving Golden State? A little bit, yeah, for sure. I respect right. it. He's honest. I respect mm-hmm. it. You having issues with a team member and you're in the last year of your contract and you're a viable franchise player like KD, you bounce. No mm-hmm. trip, don't Absolutely. complain. Absolutely. Yeah, there's plenty of options out there. Absolutely. All right. Now let's talk about the impeachment inquiry into Donald Trump. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was talking about the vote to approve that resolution that will get that impeachment process going. On this vote, the yeas are 232. The nays are 196. I don't know why the Republicans are afraid of the truth. All right. In addition to that, she was saying that this is not anything personal against Donald Trump. It's business. It's a sad day because nobody comes to Congress to impeach a president of the United States. No one. We urged Senator McConnell to stop saying all we're doing is impeaching when we sent him scores of very important bills, hundreds of pieces of legislation, which he, as the Grim Reaper, has refused to act upon. This isn't about anything personal with the president. It isn't about politics. It isn't about partisanship. It's about patriotism. Now, Donald Trump had tweeted out that this is the greatest witch hunt ever. And, yeah, so he still thinks this is something that's just personally against him, the greatest witch hunt in American history. But now that this has happened, what's next? Well, if things go according to plan and things don't get derailed, then the next phases could happen pretty quickly. That means that next up is the Judiciary Committee would have 
uh, several weeks to draft and debate articles of, of impeachment after some public fact-finding hearings mm-hmm. that had happened around Thanksgiving. And then after that, there's a possible House vote on impeachment before Christmas. But then you still have to deal with the Republican-led Senate, which will almost certainly acquit him. So, yeah, I mean, this is not a witch hunt. Donald Trump is a criminal. His administration is criminal. That's why so many members of his administration are in prison. And he would be, too, if he wasn't president. But sadly, we live in an era where everything has to be produced and televised in order for people to care. So when that impeachment trial happens and it's all over TV, America will finally realize their president is a criminal. Absolutely. Unless they just want to die delusional. No, he's a criminal. And here's some information for you guys and about the biggest restaurant chains and how they scored on their antibiotic use. In other words, you know how they give antibiotics to animals to keep them healthy while they fatten them up for slaughter. We're not supposed to have antibiotics in our food. We should make sure that doesn't happen. And uh, here's how they scored all right, with the F score, which means that there's a lack of action in reducing the use of beef raised with antibiotics, the stores, the chains that got an F were Panda Express, IHOP, Chili's, Dairy Queen, Jack in the Box, Arby's, uh, Little Caesars, also Olive Garden, Sonic, Applebee's, Domino's, Burger King, Starbucks, Pizza Hut, and Buffalo Wild Wings. With a D score is Wendy's and Taco Bell. With a C is McDonald's and Subway. And the only two restaurants, fast food chain scoring an A was Chipotle and Panera. So Just Chipotle, so you know. So Chipotle and Panera are the only people not adding antibiotics to their food, basically. Yes, they're pretty much leaders using antibiotic-free beef and chicken. Okay. All right. Well, that is your first. I don't know what you're news. putting in your body, right? Imagine if an animal has antibiotics in it. What's that going to do for your body? Right. Okay. Well, listen, uh, today's show is all Philly everything, right? All Philly everything. Before we get to that, I yes. just want to say happy birthday again to Eddie F. Uh, he's our he's producer. He's from Philly. Drop he's from Philly. He's 50 years old. And, Eddie, you know how cheap Charlemagne is. Charlemagne is going to be paying for everybody's breakfast this morning, which I thought was dope. Thank you, Charlemagne. Oh, no, I'm not. What, what happened was... So, he Taylor, was, we're Taylor, ordering, we're Taylor, not going to the deli on the diner. No, we're going to, no, the, to no, the Roxy no. Hotel. What, what happened was... We're getting some good little, food this my, morning. One of my little so nieces... I appreciate it. One of my little nieces, Taylor, she's from Philly as well. Mm-hmm. She was ordering Roxy, so I ordered. And then I came in here and I asked Eddie if he wanted some. But Drum's sitting there looking all sad with that nasty little beard. So I couldn't just say, I couldn't just act like Drum wasn't sitting there. Right. So then I asked Drum. Right. And then Dan walked in while they was talking about it. So now I got to ask Dan. Right. So, so it's just like, ah. Uh, I appreciate it. So thank you. And we're going to be ordering a lot. I, I want, no, well, we I want avocado toast. I no, want chicken you're sausage. Not, you're not on this. So. I, yes, no, I no, am. No, 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 no. Well, thank you so much. And when no, we come you're back. You're not on this. You're not on this. Patty LaBelle will be joining us. Yes. We're going to kick it with Patty. You're not hot today with all that wool on your head? You got a wool what, hat no, and your hair plugs? No, it's not hair plugs. You're not hot, bro? No, it's not. It ain't that cold in the city It's not, man. You got a wool hat hair. and you got your wool little hair plug. This is not hot, bro. You better stop with the hair plug because people starting to believe you, man. Uh, they should. No, it's not. It's, okay. All right. When we come back, and thank you for the breakfast again. Patty LaBelle, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. The Queen. Ooh. Patty LaBelle. <laughs> What's happening, Hi. Queen? I'm wonderful. Everything's good. I don't well, you have a lot of great things going on. I saw you have your dumpling, frozen dumpling line with Stratus. Oh, right. I do, from the Chop House. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's our spot. So, I, And I saw you were there the other day, too. I stay there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love their food, the fried lobster. Amazing. <laughs> you don't love play it. so with... Chicken, chicken satays or whatever they're called. Chicken satay, yep. Yep, I love it all. So you went and had the dumplings and like, okay, we got to do a frozen food line. A food, yes. So I'm loving what I'm doing. And the frozen other foods too, and and um, mm-hmm. 
the soul My new food. Stuff. Yeah, that is out in some uh, WalMarts and not in others. So people have to say, we want Patty's dinners because you don't have to cook dinner anymore because I got the macaroni, greens, black eyed peas, corn okra tomatoes, two types of cornbread, and something else. Anyway, so you Why have... Why your mouth start watering? Like you don't eat your food all the time. Your mouth started watering you <laughs> I, describe no, it. No, <laughs> I eat it. And the macaroni pulls like pizza, like mm. six cheeses. <laughs> you wait until you taste it. That and so good. you don't have, have to cook anymore, and you have my desserts mm. for later. So you just cook and chill. You don't have to prepare. Just put in the microwave or the oven. That I trust so Patty's good. cooking because sometimes that to. frozen macaroni and cheese could not be, it'd be like Watch. watery. Watch. and that. So I'm like, I'll trust the Patty LaBelle mac trust. and cheese. Trust. I don't lie. And I have to put my name on it so you know I can't be embarrassed. <laughs> so well, you're never not cooking. I'm always cooking. Yeah, you when I talked to you the other day on the phone, you was in the kitchen. <laughs> right. I was I like, I'm cooking. In the ki- I love cooking. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do on my time off. Is that like, is that, uh, like does, that, does that motivate you still? Is that- no, it relaxes me. Relaxes and um, that's when I get my chill moment when I'm cooking. Got you. Well, if you ever need to mm-hmm. relax over here, feel free. I'll come over. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a kitchen? Yeah. Do you have a kitchen? We can build one yeah, for you. We can build one for you, Patty. Now. I promise you, I'll, I will make you all happy. It's but almost Thanksgiving break... time. Your Thanksgiving dinner is legendary, right? Uh-huh. Everybody want to get Everybody's, an invite? Yeah, yeah, and everybody will be invited. Do you like, always? <laughs> we got invited one year. We didn't go. We got all got invited one year. We didn't go. Oh, right. You were invited. Yeah, yes. we were invited one year. Do so, you always look um, extravagant in the morning like that? I, I remember. Oh. And the reason I asked, we were uh-huh. flying. I don't know where we were flying from. Oh, I remember. But it was like it was like five in the morning. Right. Right. And we were going through security at four in the morning, and Patty looked just like she just walked out on the <laughs> runway. And I'm like, there's no way Patty could look this What'd fly. What'd you look like? Nah. At four in the morning. I look crazy. I look a hot mess. I didn't want no, to speak to her. No, he had a hoodie on. <laughs> and so low and my daughter-in-law said, there he goes. I said, ooh. So I had to fluff up, but I was already fluffed. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't want people catching me wrong. Mm-hmm. No, so I stay dressed. So even when you wake up and you got a flight that early in the morning, you... you I usually sleep in the face and the hair. There you go. And wake up. You got to go. You bought food? I know you bought food. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. There's oh, wow. my stuff. Hold no, on. You said this you sleep in your hair? About. I sleep in the hair. Wow. And that's, and that's when you oh, got to sleep and you can't move your head hot. to the right or to the left. Let me see. Is it hot? If it's too hot, you going to blow it for me? <laughs> what, did we, what did we tell you about that? This ain't no frozen macaroni. I promise oh, you. This is good. Come on now. I know it's good. No, I have to say. I got some, too. But guess what? It's really, really I am good. never going to be embarrassed about the food I put out to the public mm-hmm. because my name is on it, and right. I cook my face off. So I could pretend I made good. this. You, that's what I'm saying. Put it in an aluminum pan. People won't know that mm. you didn't do it. Listen, yeah, you about Patty. to have a lot of guys. Yeah. I'm saving y'all. I'm saving the ladies and the playing? men. No. <laughs> Tell well, me Patty, Miss LaBelle, you never take a day off from looking good? You, ain't never, you never got caught slipping? Never. Mm-hmm. Really? That's crazy. Never. No, not even in my supermarket. Bro, it was four in the morning, and she was to the team heels and everything. So when you in the supermarket, you wear heels and the hair and everything. I wear baby pumps in the supermarket. <laughs> baby pumps. I can't do these six inches like this right this here. Is so good. Okay. Look at now I saw so, you at Tyler Perry's event as well for his studio. You were there? Oh no, I saw pictures. I wasn't oh, there. Oh, oh, I that? loved your dress. Thank you. Mm. When you were so, you, what, what was that feeling like for you to be there? I felt like a queen invited. Mm-hmm. Because he invited me. Oh, the invitation. You know about the invitation, right? Yep. You open it and it says, Miss Patty LaBelle, you are invited to my whatever. And I said, oh, I'm one of the chosen. <laughs> and, of course, you cannot not go. Mm-hmm. You, you have to, to go. go. Yes. Yeah. And I went, and it was like seeing him from a car to heaven because that's how he used to, you know, live in that car. Mm-hmm. And he has the world now. Mm. And he's so giving. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm, I'm happy for Tyler. And, and I, I was just 
saying his mother's not here to see all of this because his mother was his his lady. Mm-hmm. And he's amazing. He's amazing. Are you a believer? Of course. What you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe, honey. I do believe. So you yes. saw, you envisioned yourself in this being who you are now? I prayed. Mm. And I've been blessed, you know, and touched by angels. Mm-hmm. And um, because there was a time in my life when I thought I was going to leave the planet. You know, just not, I was going to die. Mm-hmm. I did like four or five years ago. But you were sick or something? I wasn't sick. I was just special. Yeah. <laughs> I just was going through vocal Things I thought my voice had left me. My son kept saying, Mom, your voice is still here and strong. Mm-hmm. But for me, it wasn't like I needed it to be. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it came back. But it came back at the age of 75. My voice came back like I was 40. It was I was 71 when it came back. Wow. I guess. Did you do Whatever. anything for that to happen? Like Nothing. No, I was just living a good life. Mm-hmm. Right. And all of a sudden, you're this closed up for me. You know, and I have to be honest because some people were at those shows when my voice was like, what is, let's pray. (laughs) (laughs) Let's pray for Patty. (laughs) No, I'm I'm not lying. I know my son's going to get mad at me telling this, but to me, it wasn't what, it wasn't what it should have been, what Mm. it could have been. So I lost some of it, but it's back now. You wanted to die because you feel like you couldn't sing no more? No. Nobody wants to die. Okay. But I just felt like people were going to start throwing eggs at me on stage and stuff like that. Mm. And that if I wasn't doing this, I might pass, you know, because this is my life. Right. You lose something that you love and that makes it feel like something. It makes you nervous saying, you know, it's going to come back. It's going to come back. And it did. Right. Because I have a lot of peers whose voices, they left and they never came back. Mm -hmm. So who am I not to be touched by that sad bug? What about your peers who passed when you see... Miss Franklin oh, and Diane Carroll, did that make you feel closer? It, God, closer to what? I don't want to say it, yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's just that they were going through something, you know, and sometimes Aretha was going through things that people didn't even probably know she was dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, and Diane Carroll, I mean, losing her also. It's like everybody's going too soon, but I plan to stay for at least 100 more years. Okay. I don't see why not. Why if you're not? still eating fried lobster, you good. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, right, right! I can't wait to because, try them chicken and biscuits, though. Oh, the the um <laughs> the chicken and biscuits, and then the dumplings from the uh, chop house, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the fried lobster. I'm gonna have something else coming out too, food wise and beverage wise and stuff like that. Uh, can you give? And us I have a, a new double crust peach cobbler that just came out. Okay. Okay. Right in time for Thanksgiving. And you can get Everything. it at Walmart. They have it at Walmart. How about that? Say it again. You can get it at Walmart. <laughs> And if they don't have it at your local Walmart, you better tell them. You better them. tell somebody. Mm-hmm. You better ask somebody to say, get it in your store because we love Patty's food. All right, we have more with Miss Patty LaBelle. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Patty LaBelle. Now, okay. I will always love you. Whitney Houston song. I heard that song. I that thought you were just telling her, yo. I was like, oh, my goodness. I, oh, you saying you always love yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I heard that was where it was coming from. <laughs> I heard that no, was supposed to be your song. Dolly Parton a long time ago said, Patty, I want you to cover this song. And so I said, of course, yes, because I love the song. But then something happened. The movie came. Whitney killed it. And I'm still sitting. So it was supposed to be your song? Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Did you ever talk to Whitney about that? Be like, Whitney, that was supposed to be No, <laughs> no I, I'm, I was happy she did it because she did a phenomenal job. But I still want to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, on a competitive level, you'd be like, I could have killed that better than her. No way. <laughs> Stop it, Charlamagne. <laughs> I don't do like that. No, she killed it. She did. Okay, she slayed it. I can do my job on it, but not like her. Mm-hmm. No, not like her. You don't ever feel that way though when you get on the stage with some of them other women? You're like, let me make let me make sure they know who the queen is real quick. Never. 
No. Why should I? Yeah. Cause you, you. You know, I yeah, I don't, I don't like, I love competition, but I don't like to show off. Mm -hmm. But it just comes out because I have this big old voice. Mm -hmm. And she comes out when she wants. And there's room for everybody because I'm sure yeah. it means so much for younger artists oh, to have yeah. Patti LaBelle be you like... You know how many young artists are like my daughters and right. sons? You know, like Fantasia and uh, mm -hmm. Jennifer Hudson. We're Oh, Jennifer and I are talking about my life back in the day when Aretha Franklin was back in my day because mm -hmm. she's portraying Aretha in this new movie. So she called me and said she wants me to talk to her about back in the daytime just to give her some kind of insight on how we lived and how we rolled back in the day. Did you and Aretha really not get along? That was all no, his... that's such a lie. <laughs> no, no. We we got along. You know, and I think she was going through something when everybody saw that moment when... The video when, when she, she was walking out. At the White House. Yeah. yeah, but I think she was not well mm -hmm. that, that day. And I took the high road. Mm -hmm. And I loved on her even more after that. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know. I know you had some amazing stories, though. Oh, I do. Yeah, I have a lot of stories. <laughs> a lot I'll keep to myself. Too. You, you wanted you to tell one. I was you, don't like, feel, you don't feel like it's your duty kind of just to share? To tell you? Yeah, because yeah, I think up. that's history right there. We can some of that. There's so many things that I wish I could tell, but God don't like ugly. Yeah. I, can't, I can't tell. I mean, it could be positive things, too. Oh, there's a lot of positive. Yeah, that we've never heard before sure. that we would love to hear. Yeah, let me get my book ready. <laughs> you got to write a book one day, right? I have, but I'll write another one yeah. on my life life. Yeah. You also did the yeah. Black Lady Sketch Show, which I love that you oh, were on there. I just saw it the other day. Where my background singer? Yeah. Where my background singer? <laughs> what, yeah. How did they approach you for that? How did that happen? Because I was they, like, that's amazing. They just they got... called uh, my son and said, we would love your mother to do this HBO special. Mm -hmm. um, and I found out what it was. It was my singing on my oh, own my for own. the whole <laughs> old time, destroying this little girl's mind. Hey. <laughs> yeah. But, um... I was happy to be asked to do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing a Hallmark movie that comes out December 20th with uh, Holly Robinson-Pete. I play her auntie. Family and, Christmas, right? Huh? It's called Family Christmas? Oh, you know. That's what it's called. We do our homework up here. <laughs> I'm only messing with you this day. Yeah. That's what it's called. Mm -hmm. yeah. I sound like I'm my own still hiss today, though, because, like, if you're going through something... That is a painful song to listen to. Yeah, isn't it sad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really sad, but true. You're on your own, boo. You're on your own. And that, those are things that are timeless. Like, when you can hear something and be like, I'm so hurt. There's certain songs you listen to when you're going through a breakup, like a breakup playlist. Mm -hmm. That's definitely on the breakup That's one. playlist. Oh, of course. Yes, it has to be. <laughs> oh, and something else. Did you know I was supposed to do no, uh, Nobody's Supposed to Be Here by Deborah Cox? Wow. Really? That's another good uh, breakup. Right. Montel, well, I know. Song. Montel Jordan wrote it and called me and played it over the phone. And I said, ooh, I don't like that song, Montel. He said, what? I said, I just don't feel it. Maybe it's not my time to listen to music. Sometimes you have that thing in your life where music just doesn't settle in your ear right. And after I didn't do it and Deborah did it, I slapped myself. <laughs> but it was her beginning, so I was happy I let it go because Deborah got a chance to show how mm -hmm. fierce she is. Who do, you, who do you think the best vocalist of all time is? Aretha Franklin. Mm. What, what makes her the best? She just has something from God that nobody has. Over Whitney? Yeah. I mean, Aretha Franklin, let's look. She's the voice of life. Mm -hmm. Nobody can sing like Aretha Franklin. Nobody can sing like Whitney Houston. You know, so I put them on two different levels. Right. And Aretha's my queen. Yeah. We were supposed to do a duet before she passed, mm -hmm. three months before she died. 
She called me and we talked and we talked about back in the day. She used to remind me of times when we were in Detroit at the club. I said, girl, what club? <laughs> so I don't remember the club, but I remember we did hang. And then I mean, it was a good night if you don't remember. It was a good night. Yeah. And so I said, I want to record a song with you. She said, let's do it, Patty. She really wanted to sing a duet with me. Mm. Why did y'all never do that when y'all was like younger? That's why I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I had yeah. to wait until I've turned it 80, 90, 100 years old like I am now <laughs> to say, let's do a duet. Did you yeah. know what the song was going to be already? Like, did no, have we had no clue. So I said, what song would you like to do? She said, anything with you, Patty. Oh. I mean, we had a good relationship that most people think we fought. Mm-hmm. And like Diana Ross, people thought we fought. Mm-hmm. There's like so many ladies out there who, hmm, well, some are, some are, some are. <laughs> some I can't talk about. <laughs> oh, some of them you really didn't get along with. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they didn't get along with me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but they didn't. And I said, I pray for you. Yeah. Because I, I'm loving on you. Every chance I get. Sometimes I love to a fault. Mm. real hard mm-hmm. and then somebody slapped me again in my face I said okay that's the last chance but they say when somebody shows you who they are you should just believe you them. believe it yeah right and I do mm-hmm. when you get to that point where you just realize like you know what I'm just gonna love on y'all because it couldn't have always been like that it had to be a time when you like I'm gonna no, snatch her away especially when I coming up in this business Maybe, it's a tough business to I don't really know in. when it happened but I do know when I've ha- had enough mm-hmm. you know of dissing me and all that kind of stuff so I just like I said I kept praying for them I was cool. Right. Yeah. How did, did you this feel- work back then? Was it behind the scenes? Like they would say? In my face. Really? <laughs> Are you, you said serious? Back then. <laughs> back then, even today. What? In my face, this. Ain't yeah. nobody dissing you now. Honey. Yes, they are. Come on, queen. Yes, they are, Ooh. darling king. Hey, what yes, would they, they say? Are. They can't dis- They didn't say. It's not what they say. It's what they don't say. Mm. Like, I'm loving on you, hugging you and stuff, and you're, like, backing away from me. It happened two weeks ago. And I said, Okay. What? Two weeks ago, a singer? A singer. I Younger or older? Younger. Really? Uh-huh. Who is You've it? got to tell me who that is so I can give her a donkey today. Who is it? No him way. Today. <laughs> no, you'll see soon. You'll really? see? Wait, wait, hold on. I'm making a movie of people who diss me. <laughs> no, you are not. Yes, no, I am. Not. No, you're not. I promise you. Really? It's called Patty Sad Days. Really? Really? Why would I lie? You gonna name names? Yeah. You've said that three times in this interview. I don't lie. I don't, but I'm going to say names. Wow. How are you going to hate well, on Give us a hint, though. Give us they a little bit do. of a hint. No way. <laughs> I can't give you a hint because you'll know. Male or, or female? Oh, actually, two years ago, one of the biggest girls dissed me big time. I said, hi, walking in the hallway. We were doing a BET special. Uh-oh. That heifer looked at me and walked away. Get out of here. I said, who is this heifer? heifer is? I can't tell you one of the biggest. Watch my movie. She's still one of the biggest. You really do a movie? <laughs> no, she's huge. She's huge. Even now? Yes. Beyonce. No way. That's my baby. Okay. I saw you. Yes. No, she's like my daughter, huh? Rihanna? Rihanna. No, that's my other little girl. Hey, who else big then? White or black? She's black. Huh? And big? They're black. The ladies who decimate. It was a but, group? No, a girl. A solo oh, singer. All of Okay. Who's bigger than Beyonce and Rihanna? I don't know who's in the Okay, line. forget it. <laughs> Rapper, singer. Rapper, singer, dancer. Rapper, singer, dancer. Nicki Minaj? Chef. Huh? Nicki Minaj? You said chef? No. Chef. Rapper, singer, dancer, chef. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, y'all. Earn your money. Come this on. Right? Rapper, so why we don't know who it is? Get my oh, movie. No Watch my movie. No, Lizzo. That's another baby. Rapper, singer, dancer, chef. Who cooking? Figure it out. Figure it out, and when I come back to this show, you'll all know. 
So clearly they was mad that your pie's hitting better than theirs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> your pie's hitting better. Must be the food. There was somebody who was a little upset about that. Really? What? Mm-hmm. Honestly. You I can't see, hate on Pat. No, I like to fill your minds with uh, trying to figure stuff you out. You got me wanting to see this damn movie. Okay. <laughs> it's coming out next month. I've already started this movie. You play with mad. us, Mr. Bell. That's hilarious. Why would I play with you? I love you. What, what network is coming on? CBS. No, HBO. HBO. I don't know about the new Patty. 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 Do the whole movie. Oh, of people CBS. that don't like no, it. Don't believe me. Okay, you'll see. Who produced it? Me. Patty Sad Days. Patty Sad <laughs> Days. I produced it. And it's just a bunch of artists really you putting on blast. Because they, they you. Yeah, because they did. I'm 75, honey. I've been dissed all my life. So I got to let everybody know who dismiss Patty Patty. All right, we got more with Patty LaBelle when we come back. Everybody is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Patty LaBelle. Charlamagne? Food business more luxurious, I mean, more more lucrative than the music business? Mm-mm. Not yet. Not yet. But it will be. You made some money off them pies and now. You got that right. I was, I was blessed. I am blessed. Is there anything okay. that you feel like you want to do that you haven't done yet? I guess get 10 billion million albums sold. <laughs> you still okay. think about stuff like that? Heck yes. Really? Yeah, I mean, I really want to sell a lot of music. But, your but legacy I'm working is, on one now. Your legacy is priceless, though. It is. Thank like, you. you. I mean, you probably won't realize it until later on in life, but the way we see you is totally different than you probably do yourself. Um, like, Well, thank you. I wouldn't know you didn't but, sell all those albums. Right, but yeah. I haven't. Really? Mm-hmm. You sold a lot, and, though. But guess what? It doesn't really bother me but I would like to have that on my wall. Right. Mm. You know, 10 million sold on this one project or something like that. But I know that I've gotten everything that God wants me to have right now. Mm. And I'm so blessed I could wake up in the morning and with no pain, which is a blessing. So I'm going to gravitate to those 10 million albums sold on one record. Like like you, like Thriller. Well, yeah, thriller did like right. That million, did 100 right? million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could do 100 million. What would that do for Patty LaBelle, though? It like, would just elevate that, my mind. That's all. Or just for you personally. Yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's like a goal mm-hmm. to do stuff like that. And for me not to be looked at as a black woman when Celine Dion might sing my song and she'll get 10 billion cells and I'll get two. Right. Yeah, they're always Stuff like that. Though. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, Pat- I love also Celine. Is but, Patty still dating? No, are you still dating Patty? Still dating? Who I'm dating? I'm asking you. I'm, you're Patty trying to be slick. He's being messy. Patty's going on dates. Going on dates. He got no. Them, he got them hair plugs now, and he's been being messy ever These since. These are not hair plugs. No. This no. is real hair, Patty. Asking you about I know it. Life. I know it, honey. Ask, Charles was in the barber with but, me the other day. But, but, the barbershop with me. He's seen me getting a haircut. But the wait, barbershop of the One thing I knew when I was coming here, that you guys would ask any question you like, and I will answer any question you ask me. What did you say, darling? I said, is Patty dating now? No. Are you looking for love now? No. Now, what happened to that little young boy you was dating? Now, because I was hating on Ooh. him. Now. I'm not gonna lie. Some little, some little forty-something year old you was dating a few years ago. Dating? I, I don't. That's what they said. That's what they say. The rumors... And what do you hear when you hear that? I hear hate. I'd be mad. <laughs> he was hating. He was hating. <laughs> don't be mad. We're no. patting with that little forty-year-old no. boy. That's what that's what he said. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have a good life and I have a lot of great friends. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and some are forty, some are thirty, some are. 80, you know, but I'm not settled down. What you gonna do with an 80-year-old man, Patty? Teach him how to see. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But I met an 80-year-old guy last night, and he was trying to flirt. He was trying to holler. Yeah, but he was nice. A nice man. So this could potentially... What? 
Can he come to Thanksgiving? I have a flip phone. I don't even know that phone number on the flip. No, boo. Can he come to Thanksgiving? <laughs> no. No. I, I said, I said no. Well, he ain't. <laughs> but I just said I met. I'm always meeting people, you know? You said something that's not that disgusted me. Why what? do you have a flip phone? All <laughs> <laughs> these iPhones? Why a flip phone? Give me your iPhone. Let me see. Yeah, let me see. What do you press for there? That's the camera. You're taking a selfie. <laughs> oh, never mind. I, I see you now. Hey. You see me? Yes. <laughs> But wait, no. <laughs> I, I have a flip phone because my son Zuri, his wife Lona, everybody has a phone, a real phone, mm -hmm. if I want to use it. And I, have I, a flip phone I carry too. my. Are you serious? But this is a fancy flip. That's yeah, mine. It's a old little $10 flip. You got the one the drug dealers used to carry and they that's throw it. away the little right? burner phone. This is the one she got right here. This is one like they, this. No, that's a two way no, page. No, that's nice. Mine is just <laughs> an old nice. flip. That's a beeper. So yeah. how does the 80 year old man flirt with Miss LaBelle? What did he say? <laughs> He just, he talked a long time. And he was tired of it. <laughs> and talking about perfume, the way I've, I smelled, the way, because I, I sang last night. Yeah. Your show was phenomenal, Miss LaBelle. Oh, I just love you. I've loved you for years. So I like that. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, a yeah. compliment. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Then where'd it yeah. go from there? I don't know. Not giving that flip phone number. Not with me. That flip phone number. No. <laughs> I don't even know my number. Gosh. That's but, your line. But, That's what you be saying to get guys away from you. No, I don't your say. Number, Bell. I don't know my number. I, no, I don't say nothing. Mm -hmm. No, because usually my friends are close to me and they can say something for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So who ran him off last night? My friend, Mr. <laughs> e, my security friend. Yeah. Ephraim Holmes, because he's real big and he can look at you wrong. And then you know you got to move on. Isn't it whack when people don't know they're talking too long? Oh, I know. This man would never stop. God, <laughs> I was trying shot. to... Patty LaBelle. Come on now. What? You think he listened to The Breakfast yes. Club? Why do you guys always thinking that way? What? Miss Patty, you is fine now. We all know uh, that. I've been saying that for years. You have been, and yeah. you got in trouble. Yeah, yeah. your son checked me <laughs> My right. son was going to whoop radio your... Philly, what? Your son checked me one time. Your son called up and was like, yo, stop talking about my mom like that. I said, hey, my fault, your mama fine. <laughs> he toned he it did. down. He, he toned called it down. you. <laughs> yeah, you've toned it down. Since. I did. I grew. Yeah, you grew, but guess what I love? Yes, the fact that you see me attractive. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I really do. And when people say you look nice, that makes my head blow up. No, you're not nice. You're fine. <laughs> oh, thank and you. And you've been fine, fine for a long time, and you're getting better with age. All right, Charlotte. What? <laughs> <laughs> better with age. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. E, all right, now, you ain't, right, now, you ain't you talking too long now. Come in, E. Come in, Afro. He's acting like an 80-year-old man right now. <laughs> you got to slap a man. Have you ever checked your DMs? <laughs> you Do you check your DMs? What's slapping going on this week, baby? Do you ever check your DMs? Like, on, you know, people send you messages on DM on your Instagram? Yeah, my friends check them for me. Well, Patty got to go. Guess, oh, they said you gotta I have go. to go and do a show, so I have to come back. That's yeah. right. Or bring you to my house in Philly and cook for you all. Let's do it. I'm with that. Okay. You got your own street well, in Philly, too? My Patty LaBelle way. That's there, you go. Yay. there you go. Quest yeah. Love finally got his invite to your crib. Yeah, of course he did. He yeah. begged. He begged? <laughs> <laughs> he said, Patty, can you really cook? So he came and watched me make the potato salad, the macaroni, uh, the uh, brisket and stuff. I made from scratch. I always cook. So you're invited. Let us know when. We okay, be there. Okay, Joey, you can come. Yay, Joey. What up, Joey? Oh, Joey, Joey. hype. <laughs> Joey, better go, Joey. <laughs> really? And now you don't even have to cook. You can just pop that in the oven. That's that's it. But can I say thank you so much for this time here? Always. Oh, thank you. I really, thank you I've always liked to come here. Thank always. you. So I'll be back. Please. Right. And then you'll come to the house.
Let us know. We'll be there. Okay. Honey. Yes, ma'am. All right. Stop looking at me like that now, Miss Patty. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at you because I like you. He's blushing to Because you're blushing. so nice. <laughs> I mean, everybody red. here. I'm looking at everybody the same no, way. No, no, no. Oh, no. Yes. Don't look at them the same. <laughs> Zori. Wait, no. Wait. Zori, come in here and get him. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. It's Patty LaBelle. Thank you, honeys. Bye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Every, Club. Everybody's really trying to figure out who Miss Patty LaBelle was talking about. I see people saying Khalees, uh, J Lo, Cardi Ray B. Kwan. Ray Kwan. He's a chef. She said a woman. Missy, <laughs> Monica, Tiana Taylor. I don't know. I don't. I don't think Monica. T- I don't think none of those people would be disrespectful. Maybe Khalees. Khalees, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Snoop. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Snoop Dogg was recently on a panel talking about the cannabis industry. And on that panel, he was, and this is a revolt summit, by the way, he was discussing some ways that you can make sure that black people actually participate in the weed industry. I think it should be some sort of minority clause to what they do, like, in sports with the NBA and the NFL where they make certain rules where the minority has to get the first dibs. Like, you got to be somebody of color or somebody from that community to get first action, and then the rest of you motherfuckers with money get action because it shouldn't be based on no money. Yeah, they got to figure that out, like how to make sure the people that actually suffered the most when marijuana was illegal actually can now benefit because people done went to jail for long periods of time. There's people still in jail now. Yeah, and the stipulations they have to owning some of these things, dispensaries and and some of these houses. It'll lock you out. Yeah, they they have you have to have a lot of assets. You have to have a lot of liquid. It's 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 so much money that it's almost impossible. It's it's almost impossible. I looked into it a couple of times and like I think they wanted twenty million in liquid assets. It was it was ridiculous when I looked at it. Killer Mike has the <laughs> best plan for uh, drug war reparations when it comes to what 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 black people should own in the the, the now legal marijuana industry or soon to be legal marijuana industry. You gonna tell us what it is? I don't want to misquote the brother, oh, okay. but, you know, he basically says that African-Americans deserve at least 50% of uh, the lucrative marijuana industry. You can Google Killer Mike on Bill Maher. Just Google Killer Mike drug war reparations, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's a bunch of videos of him talking about it. Okay. Yeah, I was on a panel, and this woman was talking about in Oakland. They've actually, one of the first places where they actually have put some things in place where people um, of color can actually get these licenses to be able to open dispensaries. She actually owns two uh, or she got two licenses, but even once you get your license, it's still a process of making sure that you can open the space and you have a limited amount of time. So it's not easy. All right, now uh, let's talk about The Rock. Since we're talking about ownership, he has his own tequila now that he has launched, and so he was excited about it. He put it on social media because he does like tequila. He talks about that quite frequently. He said, ladies and gents, I proudly bring you Terra Mana Tequila. Terra is meant to represent Terra, which means of the earth, and Mana is our powerful Polynesian spirit that guides us. So he put a picture of himself and his crew outside of his distillery in Mexico, and he's holding a glass of his tequila. You know, Michael Jordan has his tequila now. Tequila uh, is the reason why George Clooney is so highly paid. Justin Timberlake has tequila. Of course, Diddy has his De Leon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bob Bob Pittman got a tequila. Yep. Called Mm -hmm. Casa Dragonis. Casa Dragonis. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Because he does have a tequila. He sure does. Yeah, it's great. 
All right, now HBO has ordered 10 what episodes of the Game of Thrones spinoff prequel, House of Dragons. So it's official with those 10 episodes of that spinoff. I know, Envy, you're a big Game of Thrones fan. Yes, I am. So you're excited for this? Uh, yeah, I, I am. I mean, anything with Game of Thrones, as long as they don't cheese it out like they did kind of like the last season, I'm excited. I'm, I'm hyped for it. All right. Uh, now, Cuba Gooding Jr. has pleaded not guilty to some new sexual abuse charges. They do have surveillance video footage where you can see that he definitely made contact with the backside of a town nightclub server. But they're saying that that could also uh, be key in helping him beat his charges. He's facing uh, six different counts from that incident. And Natasha Ashworth says that he used his right hand to pinch her right buttock as he was walking past her at Tao in New York City. And there's two camera angles that back up much of what she said went down. You can see that she's agitated. There's a heated combo. She said she told him not to touch her butt and he replied, oh, that's no fun. And I didn't. I touched your back. And that's where he attempts to point out where he claims he touched her. And then you can see that she grabs his arm, arm and motions him away. But they're saying that it's not clear what kind of contact he made. It was whether he just touched her, like, glancing. It was a pat, a pinch, all of those things. So prosecutors um, are saying that he pinched her. And I don't know. It's a really crazy situation. There's 15 women now that have come forward and have accused him mm-hmm. of different incidents. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. What, what's the name of the Rocks tequila again? I'm a, I like tequila. I'm going to look it up. What's the name of it again? Um, his tequila is called Terramana. 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 T-E-R-E-M-A-N-A. I didn't know the rock drink. I'd hate to be around the rock while he's drinking. He loves tequila. I didn't know that. He's the, he's mm-hmm. the, he's the type to get tipsy and start wrestling with you and, you know, you forget. You don't want to wrestle with him. Nah. He'd be like, he, he's the type to be like, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit nah. me. Nope. Punch me in the chest. Punch me in the chest. Nope. Watch, hit me well, and watch they, what I do. Nope. Nope. The tele- nope. The, his tequila won't be available until next year, just FYI. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Next All right. Punch the rock in the chest. Next thing you know, you're getting rock bottom for no reason. You don't even know why because he told you to hit him. Pretty much. All right. Well, who are you giving that donkey to? Well, speaking of drinks, let's talk white woman's tears this morning. All right. It's okay. The, it's the beverage of champions. All right. So after the hour, we'll talk about it. Okay. Let's get into it. Oh, and, and you know, it's Philly. This is all Philly everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, this donkey of the day is fresh out of Philly. Great. All right. And then when we come back, uh, Wallow and I, I keep saying Gilly the Kid. Gilly the King will he's be joining too, us. He's too grown to be a like, king. You call him Gilly right? the Kid for so long. No, nah, he's a king. Gilly the King. Gilly the King will be joining us after donkey. I right, keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Charlemagne the Devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yeah, donkey of the day for Friday, November 1st, goes to Shannon Phillips of Philadelphia. Uh, we told you all today is all Philly everything on The Breakfast Club this morning. Last hour, we had Queen Patty LaBelle here. This hour, we have Wallow and Gilly the King. And it's our producer, Philly's own Eddie F's Born Day. So drop one of Clues Bombs for Philadelphia, damn it! I got love for Philly. Uh, I used to do my own morning show in Philly on 100.3 to Beat. I got fired by a program director named Boogie D, Okay. And my show was like number two or three in the market, so there was no reason for him to fire me. But hey, it's life. Just another chapter in my book. Is he still out in Philly? No, they shipped him back to St. Louis. Oh. But no, literally, it's a chapter in my first New York Times bestselling book, Black Privilege, all right? Drop one of the clues bombs for me, damn it. Okay. <laughs> Yo, why you keep snorting recently, man? I don't know. It's something I picked up with old age. I don't know why I do that, though. But today is Philly. Uh, today is Philly. Philly Day. 
And today's donkey of the day comes from Philadelphia, Center City, to be exact. Do you remember last year when two black men were arrested for minding their business, sitting inside a Starbucks, living their best black lives, enjoying a salty caramel mocha frappuccino and a mocha cookie crumble frappuccino, respectively? I don't know if that's what they were really drinking, but in my mind, that's what they were drinking. But uh, they were in there minding their business, and this happened. Dozens of demonstrators took to this Rittenhouse Starbucks this morning, demanding the coffee chain do more than apologize after video of a controversial arrest of two black men went viral. The video shows the men being taken away from the Starbucks in handcuffs Thursday after a manager called police because the two had not made a purchase. Instead, the men told the manager they were waiting for a third person to arrive for a business meeting. Protesters believe the men were targeted because of their race. Now they're calling on Starbucks to let go of the manager and, and its practice of calling 911 if someone is inside and not buying anything. A Starbucks spokesperson told us CEO Kevin Johnson is in Philadelphia today, meeting the two men to apologize in person. Mm. Johnson also apologized Sunday in an online video. What happened in the way that incident escalated and the outcome was nothing but reprehensible. And I'm sorry. Now, that was last year. Uh, two black men arrested after a manager called police because the two had not made a purchase. Stories like this are why I know Black Annoia is real. It's exactly why we walk around Black Annoyed all the time. Uh, if you don't know what Black Annoyed is, it's being black and paranoid in America because your regular everyday life can be ruined at any moment simply because of your beautiful black skin. All right, uh, last night, I'm trick-or-treating. I wasn't in costume. I had on an all-black hooded sweatsuit. My wife was dressed up like a ninja. My four-year-old was dressed up like a ninja. And the whole time, I'm sitting there thinking, now, what if these white people call the police on us because it's neat Negroes in masks and hoodies walking around the neighborhood. You can't tell me I'm tripping for having anxiety about this kind of stuff when history shows us this kind of stuff can and will happen. Now, there's been some recent developments in this story. Uh, someone is suing because they are saying they were discriminated against because of the color of their skin. Now, if you heard this story about two black men being arrested because they were sitting in Starbucks and didn't buy nothing, and the CEO of Starbucks apologized and called it uh, reprehensible, who would you bet on that was doing the suing for racial discrimination? Who would you think was suing, Envy? Uh, the lady that was felt like she was being racially discriminated against. It wasn't a lady. It was two black men. Oh, the two black I mean, guys that was felt like yes, she was racially discriminated guy. against. Yes. Wait, Envy, where are you? Right. That wasn't paying attention. It's the hair plug. It's the hair plug. They got his brain gone. I totally wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Well, let the record show if your answer is the Negroes for 200, Alex, you would be wrong. Let's go back to KWYCBS3 for the report, please. Bucks is denying claims of racial bias against the former regional manager involved in a high-profile incident at the Center City store last year. Shannon Phillips claims in a new lawsuit that she was fired less than a month after two black men were arrested for just <laughs> sitting in the store. She alleges the company discriminated against her because she is white mm. in an effort to convince the community it properly responded to the incident. Phillips's lawyer is asking for a jury trial. Starbucks says it is prepared to defend itself in court. White people! White people! Too much goddamn mayonnaise! Oh, the mayonnaise is heavy on this one. The caucasity of Shannon Phillips to say she was the one being discriminated against because she called the police on two black men for simply sitting in Starbucks minding their damn business. The CEO of Starbucks, Kevin Johnson, apologized for this incident last year. Okay? Your CEO apologized, but now all of a sudden, you are the victim. If you have ever needed an example of white woman's tears, this is it. 
Okay, I encourage everyone to read an op-ed by a man named Cornell's son. I don't know him. I just stumbled across this article last month, and he has so many jewels in this article that apply to this situation. One bar he wrote is, white women use their tears to advance themselves at the expense of people of color. Okay, this is a perfect example of that. Cornell's son writes, white women's tears does not refer to all tears shed by white women. Everyone has legitimate reasons to cry. It refers specifically to crying and other expressions of distress by white women as a means of weaponizing the privilege inherent in whiteness and exerting the full power of white womanhood as a class historically designated as delicate, racially superior beings in need of protection. Cornell's son continues to write, while white women's tears are typically shed over petty day-to-day -day interactions, they can also have severe repercussions for black and brown people. This was absolutely one of those situations. A white woman called the police crying about two black people scaring her because they are just sitting there minding their black business. The CEO of the company she works for apologizes for the actions of his employee, but the white woman is the one suing for racial discrimination. Play that one little clip, please. She alleges the company discriminated against her because she is white. Play, play it again. It, 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 it. She alleges the company discriminated against her because she is white. You know, you just lick your finger and hold it in the air to see if the wind blowing. Yeah, is the wind blowing on this one? She <laughs> alleges the company discriminated against her because she is white. Man, please let Kathy Griffin, please let Kathy Griffin give this human jar of helmet mayonnaise the biggest hee-haw. Please give this giant jar of mail on, the man. biggest hee-haw. Uh, gotta stop this. Uh, you know when you're in school and the teacher calls on you, you're not paying attention <laughs> and you get anxiety. That's what just happened. He was like, hey, Envy, so what do you think? I'm thinking to myself, I wasn't listening. If you can walk around with that toupee on This is not, not a damn anxiety. toupee. This is not a damn hair If you can plug. walk around with that toupee on and not have anxiety, then nothing I say in this room should give you anxiety. I just had anxiety. You know, when you, 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 you had that situation where you're not paying right. attention, Envy, the teacher says, all, all of these so cameras Mr. Casey, on you, what do you these, think? And you're like, all, yeah. All of these cameras on you and you got a carpet on your head. But that <laughs> is that no damn carpet? All right. Cameraman, pull it, pull it one time, please. Cha-cha-cha-chia. I stop, man. That hurts. Oh, yeah, exactly. He <laughs> didn't want him to pull it because it, it moved. It, it shifted. It did not move. You saw it shift, It did right? not shift. Make sure. It did it, do it again. It pull did not it again. shift. Watch the shift. LeBron, LeBron. LeBron. Oh. It did not that's shift. The that's shift. not shift. You that's crazy. Not shift. That's, that's not moving. Bruh. You should be, yo. That's that not moving. You need to stop it. That's that. Stop it. <laughs> Halloween is over. See, you got people Halloween thinking I really got hair plugs. You got four days of Halloween. I'm going to be like, yo, son, how'd you get that hair? Halloween is over, bro. My God versus my hair plugs gonna be your next T-shirt, nigga. You better stop it. All right. That's a, that's you better stop my hair. This is my hair. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Up mm -hmm. next, Wallow and Gilly the King will be joining us. We'll talk to them and chop it up with them. Philly, what up? We'll be back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Now, I wasn't here when these guys stopped through, but we have Wallow and Gilly the King in the building. Finally, we got the host of who? the Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast. Yeah, we Wait, who? Oh, you gosh. mean tell me I come up here, DJ Envy ain't here, for one on vacation? <laughs> See, man, you know, he was supposed to be back, but he said Paris went on strike. He's in Paris. Oh, he, he, oh. oh man. I don't know how that's possible, but... Getting a goddamn chicken, ain't it? Money. Yeah. Getting a chicken and bacon. Didn't y'all come up here last week by accident? Yo, come on. You put my business out there in the street. You stop did? that dumb shit. I, I didn't stop, know if they man. were telling stop. the truth. They was like, Wallow and no, Gilly was no, like, what? No, no, no. Came to my house 5.30 in the stop morning. Stop telling. You always tell me. <laughs> right up you, here. You's a rat. <laughs> we <a> call. <laughs> He's a rat. They like... See, he... Like, y'all doing here? We like, we got a meeting. It was the wrong day. I didn't know. Not today, Next it, was wrong, it was the wrong day, man. You had the wrong day? I didn't even yeah. know that happened. I had the wrong day. So 
So what'd you do after that? Just would you turn around and went back? Slap the shit out of you. You ain't slap. You ain't slap the shit out of He lying, y'all. He's lying. He ain't do nothing. He ain't do nothing. Listen, for people who don't know, who is Wallow? Wallow is Wallace Peoples. Been in the streets since I was nine. First got arrested June 30th, 1990, when I was 11 years old for armed robbery. Got arrested the next week. Went away to, you know, juvenile cities, facilities for five years of my life as a juvenile. And I was 17, got sentenced to 19 and a half to 52 years for two armed robberies, two firearms. Went to prison, but during my, you know, time in prison, I woke up one day and damn, I said, damn, I'm in prison for being somebody that I'm not. Mm. I'm out here, I'm, I'm in prison for fraud. And I'm in prison because I wanted to be down because at the end of the day, when I was growing up in the ghetto, attention is God in the ghetto. Mm -hmm. And uh, It ain't on social media. Yeah, yeah but... Back then, it was God, and when I seen a dude come on from prison, it was like he got love. I wanted that love. I wanted to go to jail, like, mm. directly and indirectly. Oh. I wanted to go to and I wanted attention because the only way you get the girl, the only the prettiest girl in the neighborhood, she was only giving attention to the dude that pulled up with the car, the jury, and all that stuff, and that lifestyle. Right. So I said, I got to mimic that. Well, you know what I mean? When I seen that, I got to do that. And being myself wasn't cool. I'm looking on TV. I'm learning about technology from my prison cell. And then one day, I said, damn. Hold up. Them dudes I used to be looking at going to school, y'all suckers and just the, the weirdos. And then this happened. Revenge of the Nerds. This right here. Mm. I real I, when I'm looking, I'm reading technology, I'm reading Wire magazine, all this shit in jail. And you know, especially when I, I realized that I was a fraud myself and uh I was fake. No, straight up. No, I'm looking at Gilly, man, because Gilly's like, I'm tired of hearing this shit or something. No, I don't know why no, you no, face it. it. Tell her how it is. I used to get all the bitches back in the day. You wanted to be like me. No, no, <laughs> that's, that's not the case. That's not the case. You know what I mean? You wanted to be like your big cousin. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? No, no, no. You wanted to be like big cousin. No, no, no. The reality, you know? is, the reality is prostitutes don't count. Just crackheads that you was buying oh, don't count. Wow. You're trying to add that to your number. Don't add that to your number. Add the chicks First that of all, you was dealing only broke my virginity. She only gave me. You, was, you kept going back and you counted each game. number that you went back. Each time you went back, you counted it. But what happened is this, though. See? See, what happened was I woke up because I was in jail and then I realized, yo, this is crazy. Because I'm in jail and I'm seeing the cycle remain. I had to remove myself even in jail. You got street corners in jail because dudes still talking about the same shit. So then I said, damn, life is about exposure, being exposed to new things. And I would interview people when they come to jail. I would interrogate people. Say, like, somebody come to jail. Was straight the up. police in jail? Straight up. No, I'm real. I interrogate. I interrogate them. Like this, because listen, hey, this, uh, hold on, this is what happened. Shout out to Wallow69. Listen, listen, this is that a third. This is that a third. Interrogations in this is that a third. He was ghostwriting for 6ix9ine. You don't even start. You ghostwriting for me right now. You ghostwriting for me right now. When he got that deal, you go right for it. You don't even. You said, man, ain't nobody gonna know. Ain't no that. And, and, and Lil Wayne was right here. You know that ass. And Baby is one of my favorite rappers. And you're mad. You're still mad because he's a disgruntled cash money employee. Baby's my. He was mad because he fired his nut ass and started lying and all this dumb shit. All this shit was lies he was saying. Out here. So listen, the whole twist was. The whole twist was. When you in jail, you be stuck in the time that you first came. That's why people, they be in their time and they come home on some that don't exist. So what I realized, if somebody come to jail, I would ask them about real life. Like when I first heard about Google, when I first heard about you could do this, I told the dude, you lying, you can't do that shit. 25, right? No, I did 20. 20. So I said, you can't do that shit. So I would just ask people questions about the free world because I was fascinated with the free world and how it would move when everybody else was talking about, oh yeah, man, who who got this, who got, I wasn't trying to hear that shit. So 2013, I got my hands on the cell phone in jail. That's when I started my page. And it was on after that. Once I seen it, I said, oh, 
oh, the street lack hustlers. Everybody's celebrating nothing. There's illusion going on out word, there. I'm going to kill word, these motherfuckers when word. I get out. Because I said, I'm going to take it to the ground because ain't nobody, everybody is too cool to be they self. Mm -hmm. So I said, oh, this is going to be beautiful. So I come home and you know, I was already doing it, but I got caught with some cell phones and all that somebody told on me in the cell and me. Well, got a little bit more time. You was the one interrogating who told on you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah what's, the, what's the new song, Gilly? What's, what's the song you wrote for Sig9? How to tell on anybody? That's, that was the song you wrote, you rat. You was the rat. You be telling on me all the time. But that's another story. But so once I peeped that, I'm like, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to do shit I never done. I used to talk to, uh, to yeah, the men in the prison. Yeah, he going to home for two years. He going to do some shit. I never done that in my life. I never been home for a year since I was since wow. I first started going in the system. Since I, since I was eleven, I never been home for a year. That's I always crazy. I always would go to jail. Like most of my to get life. Back to his girlfriend, listen, man. That's just mo the, the most, re reality. <laughs> most of my life, I put my business on the street. You nut ass. <laughs> I mean, this after and the CO was my girlfriend, not a dude. So uh -oh. let, let everybody know that. Uh, you CO? Oh man, what you telling to man? I told, I told first and you double tell. So that was a, that was a double snitch. It don't matter. We both snitch. But listen, the whole twist was like the whole twist was like he just gonna fill you with the six nine. <laughs> no, no, this whole twist. This the whole twist. This this the whole twist. Oh yeah, and newsflash. You know what's so funny to me? Everybody, you know, and, and six nine do not get a pass in no way, shape, form, and form. But the street is snitching. They they coming back getting money and nobody saying nothing to them. That's very so it's true. like everybody's just like oh six. Why you ain't put the boy that's down the way that's, that's making the moves? Why you ain't post them? Right. And, Every, don't, and I, don't you think when you know somebody like Takashi, how they even put him into this crew to make them money, they should have known if something went down, he's not going to be the one that's going to be... He didn't grow up like that. I mean, at the end of the day, he put himself in this situation. Yeah, he did. And, and I'll be all the way honest, any any <clears throat> real live street person would have took advantage of him. As soon as the cameras came up, I would have slapped the <laughs> All right, back to normal. <laughs> but, but, give him a reality check. <laughs> but newsflash to everybody out there in the street, all the real niggas, as uh, soon as they're going to the building, about six of y'all going to tell anyway. Mm -hmm. I've seen it all before. All you real street niggas, let me tell you something. Real is staying out there with your daughter. Real. Mm -hmm. And like I said on Instagram one time, I said, I'm going to just prepare you for the biggest conversation in your life and be prepared that when you 15 years in or 10 years in and your daughter keep graduating and you got to keep, don't don't lie to her no more. When she say, Daddy, when you coming home, real street please, be like, I'm not coming home. I chose the streets over you, baby. Right. Be, please, please. I understand be that, that same real dude. me recognizing everybody ain't yeah. loyal. Please be that same dude when you realize you hear that your son got shot or your son is out there trying to live a name that you had in the streets. You was to be a real n***a. Right. You said, you said that the street game is more important than your kids right. and your family. Don't get to jail and all of a sudden playing daddy. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, my dude. Why well, I ain't seeing my daughter? Don't do that all of a sudden, you want to get married. You want a jailhouse. Well, I love you. Come Don't do on, that, baby. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> That's real. The streets is a, a zillion and oh. Ain't, mm -hmm. ain't nobody beat yet. All right, we got more with Wallow and Gilly the King. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Wallow and Gilly the King. Charlemagne? Will that situation ever be resolved between you and Cash Money? No, we cool. They cool. Okay, okay, okay. We cool. I seen, I seen Baby in a... Um, in the strip club in, in Miami, I, I ran up on them, you know. But all the niggas that's around, I'm still cool with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I never had no real issues with, with, with Baby. You know what I mean? I never had no real issues will, with them. Will Philly ever not be violent? No. And Philly is it is like, it's unbelievable if you ain't been shot. It's like, you ain't been shot? Damn. I ain't been shot. Hold on. No, no. You've been in jail. Did you talk? It's hard to get that's shot cool. in jail. <laughs> You talking? <laughs> it is. You been stabbed, though. You see this? <laughs> yeah, that was when I was a kid. I got hit with a brick. You didn't get hit with a brick. 
that boy ran down on your ass. I heard what happened. Thank he you. was laying on the lawn with <laughs> he, lied. He, <laughs> he lied on me. He lied. Right, he, he's lying right. on me. You know I don't judge you. Cause but no, I'm going to say this, I though. Heard you was laying on the lawn with <laughs> No, you lying. And he, he belonged to another <laughs> And then y'all got into it and stabbed you, you in the face. I'm going to say this. Y'all must love each other because y'all be yeah. saying some wild <laughs> to each other. Yeah, like, and oh. another <laughs> said to y'all, y'all be jumping his ass. No, you know what it is? <laughs> you know what it is? Me and, him, me and him caught up from when I went to jail. We just we just cousins. That, and this is how we always been. And we don't give a like I don't, I, I'm not like how you feel about me. How you look at what we we not, we don't got time for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like like on some real, shit, y'all and I'm gonna be straight up. Probably in about probably 30 to maybe 40 years. Everybody in this room probably be dead. Like I'm, I live about 50 percent of my life. Probably 60. I'm 40. Dang. I don't I don't got time to be worrying about shit that I ain't got to be worrying word about. Up, like up. at the end of the day, my <coughs> life is short. I spent most of my time incarcerated. Mm-hmm. I just want to live. Baby. I get up. I'm happy. I don't take it personal. It's not that deep. I mean, I'm just here. My brother, you know, my brother got killed when I was. Rest in peace, cousin Steve. My brother got killed when I was in jail. Or shot him. He run down the block. Down my grandma, my arms in the house, and it was like ever since then. I was like, man, it ain't even that deep. Mm-hmm. I had to chalk it up on some real, like to be a real mm-hmm. I had to chalk it up because my niece come up and she said, Uncle, you, you know, I, the first time I met my niece is after my brother got killed. And she said, Uncle, you, you gonna stay home? I'm like, yeah. I had to really process it like, that ain't even that deep with me because he ain't coming back. I ain't with that. Everybody think we gonna be here forever and they just think they got time. Time don't with nobody. Yeah. I need about five people to say yes to me in life. And the five people that's going to position me. It's somebody that said yes to you that got you here. Mm-hmm. Before that, Wendy, you was with Wendy. It's somebody that said yes to Angela that got... I only need about five yeses. F*** all the no's. Mm-hmm. And when you tell me no, my mannerism, and I deal with the no so much because I don't, I don't take it personal. Whereas though I didn't have people tell me no, that they didn't want to deal with me or for activation or whatever. And the way I deal with it so thoroughly, they'd be like, call him back, man. Right, he do, right. Because it's not perfect. What type of activation? Like all type of stuff. I didn't so stuff when you when you uh, when you been hearing no from the women all the time. No, I ain't you talking about flat tummy tea. <laughs> I don't have nothing to do with that. That's a girl. I'm talking about like yeah, he, boom, he, I did stuff. I did this stuff. Got me. Look, look, he's a, he's, a, he's a joint. Reebok and all. I'm just saying. I did all type of stuff. You know he was a stripper. <laughs> Listen, we both were strippers back in the day. Yeah, t- back in the day. Nah, nah. I heard that somebody said that. See, I don't. I don't. They're kidding. I don't get to listen to service all the time. But somebody said that. Somebody said that y'all was on lip service and y'all used to be strippers. I'm like, no, not Gilly. I got a story to tell. I got a story to tell. I was, I was young. He, they he, got he influenced me. Names. I was underage. He influenced me to go in the strip club because it was a lot of money and there was some there was some girls in there throwing that, throwing that money around. Mm-hmm. And I just had to throw some wood around. I went in there, did my thing. My name was TTD. His name was Firecracker. Why they call you Firecracker? Because I was little with a big boom. TTD was throw that. D- <laughs> Listen, TTD, that was my name, right? I go in there and I activate my pistol, do my dance, and they, they throw but the money. I don't mad. believe you. Listen, you get mad because the madam, I had, when we come in, she passed me off a tube sock, passed him off a little ass ankle sock. He, he used lying. to get mad. He <laughs> lying. I'm, a, I'm a tube sock boy. In Philly? Yeah, we was dancing Fox back Valley. in the day. Yeah, we was dancing back in the day. Well, we boy, I'm going to tell you something. I used to throw that dick on them bitches' shoulders, and they look over, see that dick, I drop dick on them from my Bam! And they look over. I remember one time I, I they they gave love a chick a snake in the eye. Don't, so hold on, get it. Hey. All the, the, the rap beefs you had, no rappers ever bought that? No. I'm the only one that bought it <laughs> out. What they going to say? I'm the only one that bought it out. He is mad because he ain't rake up no money. No, one night. No, that fing night you told me that. I ranked you, up the No, most he lied money. to me. This is what happened. I was young. You lied to me that night and told me that they wasn't paying at the door and we were supposed to get some of that door money and we didn't <laughs> get it. You petty motherfucker. I found out later. How long, long was this run? It was short lived. Short lived run. But it was some good ass money. I yeah, wish yeah, yeah. I'd have stayed in the game. I wouldn't have went to jail. They make more money than the street. 
Strippers? What? Niggas ain't making no money in black the strip. Black chipping deals don't make more than drug dealers. Listen, you crazy. So, what drug dealers are you talking listen, about? Listen, listen, I refuse Everybody to be called a chipping deal. Don't call me the Everybody making that money. Who's you tripping, Trust man? Trust your man and some male strippers. Everybody, listen. Everybody is not making that money. He just money. Hey, he just low-key threw some shots at us. Well, you did chipping deals. He slid on us. We was, that's how low-spice. No, we was gangsta. We was gangsta strippers. We was tough niggas. We were street strippers. Oh, man. We were street strippers. All right, here's the advice question before you get out of here. So this woman wants to know. She said, um... She was in a relationship for three years with the man of her dreams. Earlier this year, we broke up due to infidelity on my part. We still live together and we have one child. Since we've broken up, we continued a sexual relationship and now I'm pregnant again. In the beginning, he wanted to get an abortion. But when I ask him about the abortion money, he gets mad with me. I don't mm. want to get an abortion, but I don't think I want to bring another child into a broken home. I don't want him to think I'm keeping it just to be spiteful or to save their relationship. I still love him and I don't want to lose him. I just don't know what to do. Well, keeping a baby to save a relationship is never the answer, number one. But if I was her, I would have bought mission, Decepticons retreat. You know what I mean? If he, first of all, it, first of all, you're messing with a that's busted and disgusted. That's number one. Because this is complaining about the abortion money. So he's tangling twitzer like Annie Ann's pretzel. And he's not all the way in with the child. If he's not showing you that that's what it's going to be. Then more than likely, it's not going to. It's not, y'all not going to be the, uh, a solid foundation, because most men who's with their partner and they in a solid foundation, when they find out their partner's pregnant, they're happy. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, they start planning. Oh, let's let's go get the car seat and let's start buying Pampers and let's, let's throw it. He ain't doing none of that. He like this. I ain't got this four hundred for no abortion, and I don't want to have a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> is you doing? That's out crazy. Here? <laughs> they don't have type, no money. Type. You ain't got no money, bitch. I thought you'd get paid. How you having sex with no money? So that's that's his approach. (laughs) (laughs) Dudes be out here, chicks be just letting dudes just blazing for no money. You ain't got no security. You ain't got nothing going on. But they already have one. They already have one kid. You let the nigga shoot the club up. Tear the club up. And and the new thing that the youngins is on. I done heard this in about eight raps. They don't use no condoms. I'm like, everybody going raw. Oh, what the part of the game is that? You gonna Until you w. wake up and kick your d- on the floor, yep. you d- be on the floor off. down at the end of the bed. Yep. <laughs> like, these bitches got other these these they got new semen demons. You fighting with the semen demons, right? You go up in a joint, Raheem in there, his semen in there, Boo Boo semen in there, and they, want, they just fight. Right. <laughs> no, no, this is a war. Like, a, oh, a lot of guys yeah. don't understand why a lot of women be so moody. Semen demons. That's because they having sex <laughs> with, with with multiple partners who's <laughs> in them, and it's. Uh, let's oils. be real. When the guy in you, his energy is left in. That's a fact. That's so a fact. you got four different energies in there, Boo Boo and Raheem. They and fighting all this shit. That's why one minute she like, Boo, what you doing here? Boo Boo, why you in here? Well. What's next for Wallow and Gilly, man? What's next is this. <laughs> November 30th, Philadelphia Temple University Mint Hall, Million Dollars Worth of Game, live podcast. Listen, hit the link in our bios. Uh, you know, go to Gilly underscore the king. You know what I mean? Or go to Wallow267 on Instagram. Hit the link in the bio. Grab your tickets right now. November 30th. Listen, we turning it up. Live it's going show. Down. It's, everything Temple University. Next. Everything. Speaking engagement, all type of deals. You know, I'm doing all y'all type got, of I, I see movies in y'all. Oh, yeah. I see, oh, yeah. I see, I see hold, a scripted series. Hold on. Yeah. Hey, I got a movie coming out called Graves Ave, my second movie yeah. that I produce. It's a comedy. It'll be out in April. We'll be looking for that as well. I forgot about the. In the movie, he's a that. nut, so it's a nut playing a nut. So it's all it's cool. Yeah, it is. You nut.
<laughs> hey, y'all motherfuckers. No, man, check us out, man, on Instagram. Follow, Necessary. Follow us on uh, M Worth a Game on Instagram. Mm -hmm. yep. Subscribe to our YouTube, M Worth a Game. Me, 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 me. Million dollars worth of game. Shout out to him, man. <laughs> shout out to shout out to my man C. He's slow, slow. Because one thing about him, there's no bullshit. One thing I say about him, motherfuckers say what they want. This boy ain't no fake anymore. It was no, it was straight to the point. He looked out, you know what I mean? Skank, hold up. Yes, I want to give a shout out to my city. There's a lot of things that might happen, but we're a beautiful town. There you go. <laughs> it's the, you're the king of Philly, Gilly, and my man Wallow, man. <laughs> we out of here, man. It's just like that. Man. Where my breakfast at? Where the breakfast? Y'all ain't had no spreads, no breakfast, none of that. But y'all called the breakfast club. What type of <laughs> that? No, nobody, nobody offered me no. Dan, you want a Danish? You want a bagel? Nothing. They just got tea out there. It's crazy, man. Y'all got to upgrade your whole situation. And I'm going to tell y'all before, and before we leave, all three of y'all stop playing the name. with the name, baby. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Gee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Angie Martinez. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Yes, so Angie Martinez's Untold Stories of Hip Hop I was on again last night. I think that was the last one for this season, right? Yes, I believe so. This was the finale. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, so let's get it renewed if it's not already. But French Montana was on, and this was really sad because while they were filming, that's when Nipsey Hussle passed away. Listen to French Montana. And I'm not sure if this is going to happen today or if we're going to have to postpone this, but um, he's just rocked by the news like everybody else. He's known Nipsey for 10 years. Let me just see if he's okay. I was just going to see you. You sure? French, we try it. We do whatever you want. We're not going to, if you, like, I'm over it, we're done. You sure? Yeah. I can't even believe we're talking about him in the past. It's crazy. Like, Nipsey was like, me and him was like one of my first biggest songs. Wow, imagine that. That's really sad. Yeah, that, no, that's very sad. I, I mean, that, that would be difficult to even do an interview after after hearing that that one of your boys and friends have passed away, you know? Right, and um, in addition, Ice-T was on last night, and he talked about his beef with LL Cool J. You had a 20-year-long beef with LL Cool J? This is what happened. LL came out, and he said he was the best. Yeah, of course. So I basically said, nah, you're not. Now, what happened was... He dissed me on the break of dawn. What did he say on break of dawn? He said something about he took my record to the bathroom and he <laughs> off the Darlene. Oh, that's crossing a line. Not really. <laughs> off to your girl. I mean, I come like take that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> who knew they still had beef, though? I think this is old. I know, but who knew they, that they even had beef? Oh, I didn't know either. I had no idea. In addition, he talks about being held at gunpoint. And here's what he said happened. It was my crew and my daughter. How old was she? 18. So there's a knock on the door. My boy Big Rich went to the door, and three guys said, we want him to be rappers. He let him in. One dude put a pistol to his head and said, how many people are back there? The other two cats came back. One had a machine gun. The other one had a pistol. Took us into the kitchen, and I thought we were going to be executed. And they told us to turn our backs. I didn't really want to turn my back, so I went down on one knee looking at him. He's staring him in the eye with all them guns. What are you going to do? My daughter was there. Crazy times. Were you ever held at, at gunpoint, yet? No, I've never been held at gunpoint. Oh. <laughs> Why? Well, I know you have been, right? Yeah. Did, it not, did it Nas pull a gun on you? I mean, Nas pulled a gun on me and somebody tried to rob me in the city <laughs> one time, too. And they pulled the gun out and they actually shot at me. 
That's so scary. And then remember, you almost got carjacked. You had all kinds of yeah. Incidents. Somebody shot at my car one time. They shot, uh, hit my car four times with with bullets. And, um, that was wait, like two, three years ago. It's and dangerous then, out here. Let me point, tell you. The gunpoint. Somebody she shot. He actually shot at me. I was stupid enough what? to chase him though. I caught him though, but I, that was dumb as hell. I don't know why I chased him. My wife was mad at me. My kids were mad at me. My pops and moms was mad at me. Why are you talking about getting shot at? I walked out the room. What happened? Now, I was talking about, about Ice T on um, Angie Martinez's Untold Stories of Hip Hop, and someone pulling a gun you? on him. No, Ice T didn't shoot at me, man. What happened? No, I was saying uh, he got he had um somebody held a gun at him, and I was like, I remember the time when somebody shot at me, and I was like, it's it's a scary situation. But the first thing you want to do is is well, what I wanted to do was I wanted to find out who was trying to rob me, so I chased him. And I actually caught him, and everybody was so mad at me, but I was like, it was one of those things. That it, I couldn't stop myself. It was just like I just wanted to do it. Mm. All well, right. That's what I would have did. What you would have did? Went in the other direction. <laughs> and called 911. Called 911. Like a real All right, now, citizen. YG has said how much he loves Kalani after some footage surfaced of him with another woman. Now, I do have to say, it didn't look like anything crazy. He put, I love Kalani on his Instagram story. He said, I would never... So there was some footage that the Shade Room put up, and it appears to be him having a conversation with a female fan outside of a nightclub in L.A. She approaches his car and leans in, and then he opens the car door, and she actually sits on his lap. And he said, according to reps, that that was all just a drunken moment. He was drunk. He got carried away. It was very regretful for putting himself in that situation and hurting Kalani. He has no romantic connection to the girl, just a drunken moment carried away. YG would never put himself in a crazy situation. He would put himself in a brazy situation. There you go. There you have it. Um, but, yeah, it did look like that story does look like it adds up because if you see the footage, she's walking up to the car, but, you know, you got you can't do stuff like Black that. Black men don't cheat. All right, Travis Scott, his next Air Force One collab has gotten a release date, so for everybody that wants to get those, that's going to be out on November 16th. That's kind of soon. The other ones just came out. Yeah, that's very soon, and that's going to be like a big hit for Christmas for all the kids, so I know a lot of parents are going to be looking to try to get those. All right, now Travis Scott has also regretfully pulled out of headlining a festival in Vegas, the day and night. Uh, wait, 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 yee. Does the I, day in Vegas, wait, the day wait, in Vegas. Wait, yee, does our Connect have those Air Force Ones? You just relax. Let me finish. It's oh. not all about you. Okay, go ahead. I was thinking about what Travis Scott said, too, you know, when the fan was complaining that the real fans can't get the sneakers because it's all the people that are uh, selling the sneakers that are getting them, and Mm-mm-mm. he's got to figure that out. So, sorry, MB. I might hook you up, though. But uh, he said he's not going to be there. He said, to all the rages at the day in Vegas 2019, I'm sorry that I can't pull up, but I promise to be back so soon on gang. You know, he did dislocate his knee. So perhaps he needs to relax for a little while and not injure himself any further. But I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Let the record show today is all Philly Day. I tried to get Envy to do a Philly mix, but... He didn't want to. No, I want to do some R&B, man. I was in the R&B mood. I want to hear some Mary J. Blige, some SWV. Plenty of R&B artists out of Philly. Jill some Scott. Tevin Campbell. Teddy Pendergrass. Music Soul Child. Boys the Men. Well, this is how I looked at it, right? <laughs> Since iHeart doesn't have a syndicated in Philly, Philly ain't listening right now. So I got to play for the people. iHeart wow. Radio app. Plenty <laughs> of people listen to us on the iHeart Radio app in Philly. So until we syndicated in Philly, iHeart, you know what to do. iHeart Radio app. There you go. All right. But anybody else, everybody else, will the mix is up next. Revolt, we'll see you on Monday. It's the Breakfast Club. We'll be back. DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, again, let me shout out to my son's team, Bergen Catholic. They went undefeated this season. Yesterday was his last game. And my son really showed out. So shout out to Logan. The team actually showed out. Logan scored two touchdowns. Uh, he ran for about 30, 40 yards and uh, received for uh, over 70. So congratulations to him. 
It was a big yeah, game for him. Yeah, congrats, little Logan. Yeah, it was a big game for him because he played his old school. And uh, I remember when he was in eighth grade, the old school wouldn't let him work out in the gym because they said you have to decide if you're going to come here for high school. And until you decide, we're not going to let you work out in the gym, which I thought was foul. Uh, especially because I was paying for that tuition. So Logan decided to go to another school and then bust their ass last night. So shout to Logan, man. Dropping a clues bond for Logan, man, is always a beautiful thing to be a young black god, a young black king amongst all those white people. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever seen that old episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when Fresh Prince went out there and used to play on the basketball team and scored 70 points a game? It was amazing. Got a scholarship, went to college. There's nothing wrong with that, Logan. Well, it's not just white kids, sir. It's, it's, a, it's a little bit of everything. Well, they they bring those kids from all over the place, from Newark, from uh, Jersey City, from New York, from all over the place. They they uh, bring those kids in. Listen, man, a win busy. is a win. A win is a win. So congratulations to Logan. Now, yeah, you off to Oakland? Yes, I'm headed to Oakland today, so you guys can come check us out. We're actually doing a free lip service live. I'm excited about that with Mr. Fab and Filthy Rich out in Oakland. So all the girls will be there. We're about to head out there right now. So make sure y'all come check us out at Complex Oakland. And then after that, we're headed to L.A. And we'll be in L.A. doing our lip service live there. All right. When we come back, we got your positive note. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. And let me just shout out to everybody that, you know, I do real estate and I do it heavy and, and I try to teach our community about real estate and I try to do it in a way where people can actually get the information and they're not charged five, seven, ten, one thousand, none of those ridiculous amounts of money. So we try to do it where we can actually teach people and actually bring everybody there from credit repair to conventional lenders to hard money lenders to agents to attorneys where you can talk to these people at these uh, seminars for free where they don't charge you to talk to them they don't charge you to get the information they don't charge you to get a lot of the stuff that you need and i'm really big on that and i um we finally got one in new york i tried to do the apollo but we couldn't make the apollo happen so we're doing it at the jacob javits center which is pretty big because it's a big big venue and they only usually give it to to people that do big big conferences but they seen what we were doing and wanted to do it so december 15th i think that's the date let me just double check that's exciting yeah, it's, a, it's something big that we're doing. So we're going to be there December, yep, December 15th, which is a Sunday, at the Jacob Javits Center. So that's going to be huge. We're going to be doing a seminar. We're going to be talking. It's going to be our last real estate seminar of the year. So we're going to be talking about real estate. We're bringing people there. There's going to be a, a couple of surprise speakers. But it's one of the ones, if you want to learn about real estate and you live in the New York area or you want to come to New York, it's going to be huge. You're going to be giving some tickets away free. But... It goes on sale today, so if you want to check it out, just click the link in my bio and get up all the information, and I can't wait to see you guys there. I need some information on, I want to do an Airbnb vacation purchase so I can make some money airbnb being on a vacation home. Uh, so, do your people know about that? Yep, come to the seminar. We'll tell you all about it. Okay. All right. I got to buy a ticket? You good. I know You know people. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Solomon, you got a positive note? Yeah, man. Salute to Marianne Williamson. You know, I was with Marianne earlier this week. Her and the, home, the homie Michelle Williams, who was at Winthrop University, uh, having a conversation about, you know, just mental health and mindfulness. And uh, Marianne Williamson has a quote that I love, and I want everybody to think about this quote going into the weekend. Marianne Williams says, I'm better than I used to be, better than I was yesterday, but hopefully... Not as good as I'll be tomorrow. Continue to do the work on yourselves, people. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 